Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Jack Gentry in for Zach Bingham today. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, where you can find those links, and also on TikTok. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly do make it happen for us. And they help out you guys as well. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai, to make uh, them a part of your new car buying process, go check them out in Lebanon or simply at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care at boneandjointtn.org. And Farm Bureau Health Plans, uh, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a Health plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So we will play you the latest, the first of this offseason, the Derrick Henry workout video here momentarily. Uh, But uh, Jack, a new update from the stadium financing side of things is that uh, coming from Nate Rao at Axios, we touched on this some yesterday morning, but We'll, we'll touch on it here before we dive into Derek and your workout videos uh, that Nate Rao of Axios said that the uh, state and the city is working on um, increasing the hotel motel tax from 6% to at least 7%. And that 1% extra in hotel motel tax could create $10 million per year. And they would put that towards building the new Titan stadium So the good news is everybody, the tourists will help pay for this new stadium, Jack. So that's good news, right? To start off a Thursday. Yeah. It's a small price to pay for ruining Broadway for everyone who's from here. (laughs) Um, The $10 million estimate from the 6% increase to the 7% increase from hotel motel tax is actually kind of conservative from what Butch Spearden said. He said, it's going to be closer to 17 to $20 million. And that all hotel and motel guys that are, that are involved in making this decision have pretty much signed off on it because why wouldn't they? You put a roof over the Titan stadium that opens up a shot for a final four. We're talking about a world cup host site. And obviously the NFL draft wants to come back here after the first performance. So there's going to be so many more opportunities that this 1% increase in tax really won't move the needle for these guys. If anything, it'll be beneficial and they'll come out in the green. Absolutely. And my, I think one of my favorite jokes uh, uh, since this news came out, Bobby uh, comments in there, he says, Bills fans can now pay for two stadiums <laughs> because Bills fans having to pay a lot of money for the new stadium up in Buffalo. And that uh, it's crazy, but the Buffalo Bills will be coming to Nashville uh, for the third consecutive year. And it's been a lot of, a lot of annual Bills Titans games over the last several years. Uh, but yeah, so that's, that's great. Um, and so you, yeah, you come, you pay. So you come, you drink our beer. Sometimes it used to be, and I remember this cause I was at this game, Jack, I, I'm sure you remember this as well because you love Jay Cutler. The Chicago bears came into Nashville 10 years ago. It was the, I believe it was 2012 season, 10 years ago, the Chicago bears come to Nashville, whoop the Titans who sucked at the time, 50 something to not a lot. And then the Chicago Bears fans who took over the stadium also drank Broadway dry of beer in the same weekend. So you come, you fill the stadium, you drink our beers, you build our new stadium. That's that's basically what is going to happen over the next several years. So uh, a good thing there uh, for that, right? 
Yeah, you got to pay the troll toll if you're coming to Nashville. And yes. that's exactly what's going to be happening. It, I, I think a lot of uh, people who live here are, are very on board with this. They don't want any of their money to go towards this, any more of their money to go towards the stadium. I think um, this 17 to $20 million estimate is going to be a huge chunk in hopefully getting this stadium ready, getting all the nooks and crannies figured out with it. But um, yeah, definitely good news from a Titans fan's perspective. Now to what you all gathered here for, and that is the fact that Derrick Henry posted his first workout video of the offseason. Uh, and we're just going to go ahead and play uh, what uh, Albert Rodriguez is the uh, is the person who uh, created the content for Derrick Henry's Instagram. So I will give you the first taste of Derrick Henry offseason workout after he's breaking his silence for almost three full months, Jack. That we have not seen Derrick Henry workout videos, but here we were graced with it last night. Don't do nothing, I've been selling these songs. Ain't put no cap inside my rap, ain't too much lean, y'all. My little younger really sly, he lives in shite all day. Everybody in the supercharge, I know we getting away. So there we go. We got our taste of it, Jack. Uh, how does it, uh, you know, as you who host the Titan Up podcast, you are a Titans fan. You, we can see the Titan Up flag over your right shoulder there uh, where you're broadcasting from. It makes you feel good, doesn't it? Gets me all hot and bothered, Austin. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he's so chiseled. That's uh, It's Derek Henry. <laughs> it's, it's really amazing how built he is. But that's uh, it, a great sight to see, obviously, coming off the injury last year. Uh, it's not really an off season. The off season doesn't really start until we get a Derrick Henry workout, yo. So I'm glad we can finally commence this 2022 off season. Derrick Henry's back in the lab where he belongs. Get it done. I love to see it. Yes, uh, and I I, I want to ask this question, to everybody. Does Cork Bats deserve credit for this? Because again, <laughs> almost three full months of silence from Derrick Henry's workout videos. And Austin Hoff, who hosts the Tighten Up podcast with you, Jack, who also runs Cork Bats, posted this on Monday. Hey, what's up, Derek? No, that's dumb. Hey, King. <laughs> no. Derek, sup? No, come on. What's up, Derek? It's your boy, Austin. <laughs> well, I'm not his boy. What are you doing? Oh, what's up, Derek? No, that's stupid. Yo, 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 Derek. Come on. Good day, King. Stupid. What's up, Derek? It's me, Austin, from Cork Bats. You follow us on Instagram, so I'm thinking there's a good chance you see this, but I just wanted to say, one, you're awesome. And two, just wanted to know, like, uh, do you have any plans on releasing any off-season workout videos this year, man? I think I speak on behalf of most Titans fans. They're like, aside from the Bengals game, which was awesome, by the way. Sick touchdown, dude. That was dope. But, like, we haven't gotten to see you much this year. Obviously, with the injury and everything, and then the off-season, uh, can you just, like, give us something? Because, again, you're awesome. And I just think it would be cool to, like, know that you're okay. Last year, you gave us, like, a workout video a week. And that got us through the off-season. This year, it's been a barren wasteland of nothing. Honestly, at this point, we'll take anything. If you want to just do, like, deadlifts, hang clean, back squats, front squats, just a push-up. Or if you want to get exotic with it, you could do another BOSU ball rubber band push-up with a flavor flav chain around your neck. We're not picky. We just want to see you in action. Because it's been a while and we miss you. 
A lot. Anyway, keep saying dope as hell, dude, because that's what you are. You're dope. Am I not good at this? So anyway, just hope you're doing well. You're the man. And yeah, we love you. Thank, thanks for following Cork Paths, the number one Derrick Henry fan site on the internet. Tighten up, dude. So I, I think Austin <laughs> Huff deserves credit for Derrick Henry posting that because it was less than, I, mean, I think Huff put that out there Monday afternoon and then Wednesday night, you see Derrick Henry finally uh, posting that. So uh, I mean, I think we all need to give Cork Bats the credit and Austin Huff yeah, the credit. Golf he deserves golf clap for Cork Bats uh, for getting Derrick Henry out of hiding. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's coincidence. They've communicated a handful of times. I mean, most of their communication is is pretty one-sided Austin to Derek. But Derek has gotten back to him on a couple of occasions, um, liking his videos, liking the content. If you don't remember, um, Cork Bats probably had the best – Derrick Henry hype video when he was making his return last year heading into the playoffs. So there is something there. Derrick Henry definitely he follows him, so he sees everything. But um, yeah, awesome little videos. Makes me laugh every single time. But yeah, I think you got to tip your hat to Cork Bats because I, I truly believe that's the reason why Derrick Henry finally decided to drop a video. Yeah, I mean, he he saw it. I mean, he follows Cork Bats on Instagram, and we know Derrick Henry's all over Instagram too. So uh, that, you know, like, it's good to see. I mean, look, Derrick Henry is the only person that I've ever seen uh, make an 85-pound dumbbell look that small. I mean, like, look at this. Like, that is an 85-pound dumbbell, and it looks tiny. It looks like me holding a 35-pound dumbbell uh, there for Derrick Henry. So uh, it is good to see uh, Derrick Henry. Now, I saw David Dandy, you know, saying, well, none of those videos showed him running on that foot. Well, of course, but, uh, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll get more and more of Derrick Henry. We saw him playing a football game on the foot. So I do think, uh, you know, Derrick Henry is on his way to having a successful year with the Tennessee Titans. So Jack, let's ask this question. How many more years will Derrick Henry be considered the best running back in football? Because he still is regardless of, you know, Jonathan Taylor having a great year last year, which he did. Derrick Henry was crushing Jonathan Taylor and every other running back uh, in the NFL before he got hurt. So how many more years will Derrick Henry be considered the best running back in football? That's uh, the question we're going to give you guys. Uh, and we'll read your answers here shortly. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Speaking of Derrick Henry, I had another dog talk segment last week with a foot and ankle specialist, Dr. Jeff Watson at the Bone and Joint Institute. He gave, he gave great gate gave great news uh, that Derrick Henry once that uh, injury fully heals that it's a good thing for him to have that steel plate and screw in that foot because now with an off season it just there's like very little very little chance that that will re break so a good thing for Derrick Henry moving forward it can be a good thing for you moving forward if you unfortunately get hurt in life or whatever might happen boneandjointtn.org is where to go again the region's destination and that includes you southern kentucky you northern alabama the region's destination at boneandjointtn.org guys if you're into sports betting and you do not have the bet mgm app i have to ask what are you doing but don't worry you can fix it all download the bet mgm app as soon as the show ends and use that code you see on your screen a to z sports and you'll get a risk free bet up to $1,000. It's risk-free. Nothing to worry about if you lose it. You still have your initial deposit to fall back on. So download the BetMGM app. Use that promo code that you see on your screen, A to Z Sports, A-T-O-Z Sports, when you sign up to cash in on a risk-free bet up to $1,000.
All right. So the question here now is how many more years does Derrick Henry have to be considered the best running back in football? Um, so, you know, I think it's a good question, right? Because even with Jonathan Taylor's great year, Derrick Henry's still the best running back in football until otherwise. Louis says zero, that it's already over. Louis Honky Tonk says two. Tighten up on YouTube says two to three. Sean says three mo mo <laughs> three mo years for show. Uh, <laughs> Nate says two more years minimum. Uh, Ronnie says I believe at least two. AJB four three five six says two. Um, Dadson says two. Um, Ken says this may be his last year with that title or with the Titans. I guess is what you say. He's under contract with the Titans for two more seasons through the twenty twenty three season. Alonzo says four. Um, 2.7 from, uh, Steven Bryce says, I think one or two more years Then it's JT and Nick Chubb spot two and a half from G man, because I think it's been two and a half years that he's been the best running back in football. Now one or two from Kenneth, uh, that injury may be a blessing in disguise due to his career, maybe longer now from Scott. I mean, maybe he saved half a year, a little load management accidentally. Right. Uh, Rooney says three. Billy says two. Dwayne says at least four if, health, if healthy. Jay says four. Eddie with a three to four. Eddie. Man, I I think four is the longest I've seen. Uh, uh, Stephen Harris says five. So one five, a few fours, more threes than fours. Two seems to be the most popular answer. Jack, what is your opinion? How many more years? Will Derrick Henry be considered the best running back in football? So Derrick Henry turned 28 years old in January. In early January, I believe it was like January 4th, he turned 28 years old. So you got to factor that in. The next thing you have to talk about is, well, if he's not going to be the most dominant, you've got to have somebody behind him who can take that, you know, can take that throne from the king. Uh, the two guys you have in the league right now who can do it, I saw somebody mention them, Jonathan Taylor with the Colts. Nick Chubb with the Browns. Chubb's ran into some knee injuries in the past. Jonathan Taylor, pretty fat, pretty fresh, was one of the best running backs in college football history up at Wisconsin. And the year that he had last year, uh, you know, showed that he he's capable of doing it. Now, Derrick Henry, after his injury, was still the NFL's leading rusher for like three extra weeks before Taylor finally took that crown in the regular season last year. So don't forget about that. Then you have your next tier of guys. And the next tier of guys I, I don't think can catch him. That's Dalvin Cook. He's only got one season over 1,200 yards. Joe Mixon, just one season with double-digit touchdowns. And remember, Derrick Henry's getting you know over 1,500 yards, multiple occasions, tons of touchdowns. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, he's kind of fallen out of his prime, hasn't he? The first four years of his career, you could have made a case that Zeke's going to be the best in the league for a little while. That hasn't been the case after that fourth season. Alvin Kamara, I don't know that dominant's the right word for him. But he is so dynamic and versatile. He provides a different dimension to an offense. Um, so I, I don't know that dominance the way I would describe him. Christian McCaffrey, he was he was the number one before Derrick Henry was. But McCaffrey's God, played. It, it was such a flash in the pan, though. Yeah, because he's played ten games in the last two seasons. Yeah. So what are you going to even get out of him this year? And obviously they brought Deontay Foreman, and I hate him for doing that. But they've got Foreman to back him up just in case he does go down. And your running backs coming out of the draft this year. I love Kenneth Walker Jr. I thought I thought he was fantastic at Michigan State. Brees Hall's pretty good too, coming out of Iowa State. But I don't see anybody in this particular class 
you know, playing at the level that Jonathan Taylor is now, or even Derrick Henry has been the last handful of seasons. Mm -hmm. So for me, how many more years will he be the best running back in the NFL? I think it starts with two. I think it starts with two. You could get to three, depending on how the Titans can manage this offensive line. Remember, the Titans still have a couple holes on that O-line right now. One at right tackle, you don't know if it's going to be Raidens or somebody they're going to draft. Left guard, that, posi that position's still a mystery. Um, after uh, Saffold headed to Buffalo this offseason. And you, obviously you have a decision to make on Taylor Lewan coming up. So you've got to have a dominant O-line in order to have a dominant running back, don't you? Those things go hand in hand. So uh, give me two years right now. I, I think that dirty 30, once that, that big 3-0 pops up, things get a little dicey, especially at the running back position. So I'm going two more years. Derrick Henry at the top of his game will be the best running back in football. So Derrick Henry, Jack, will yeah, I believe he's 28 right now. So he will turn his birthdays in the season. He will turn 30 years old in the middle of the 2023 season, which is his contract year. And so I, I think Derrick Henry has at least two more years of him being the best running back in football. And I do think that we have to remember that the first two years of Derrick Henry's really two and a half years, he's played what five years. Is that, is that correct? Uh, this will be this will be a seventh season. So he's played six, I guess, mm -hmm. because this, his sixth year was split with a half. Right, his first two and a half years in the NFL, he did not have that much volume of carries. Right, so that really exploded in the second half of the 2018 season. Then you had 19 and 20, which was a big load. Then 2021, which was a big load for the first half before he got hurt. So he's really played three years. Uh, combined of really strong, high volume carries that adds that, but he had two and a half of light work. So that did buy him some extra time. So I think Derek Henry in a contract year at age 30, I'm betting on Derek Henry to still be the best running back in the NFL. Yeah. And you look at Adrian Peterson, kind of the Derek Henry before there was a Derek Henry, right? Dominant for a long time in the NFL, 2,000-yard rusher. He led the league in his ninth season in the NFL. So if Derrick Henry were to do that, he would be. this would be, we're talking three years from now, he's still the most dominant running back in the league. And AP had more serious injuries than Derrick Henry's had. I know that the foot fracture was a, a fluke deal, but AP tore his ACL and, and really just devastated his whole knee and came back and won not only comeback player of the year, but MVP. So yeah. Derrick Henry's capable of three years down the road when he's 31 years of age to lead the NFL in rushing yards. The Colts, what they have going for them, I think most people would agree. The Colts' offensive line is better than the Titans right now. I, I, I don't think that that's much. At run blocking, they both both struggle in pass protection, and the Titans are shuffling. Have to find a Roger Saffold replacement. But yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, so I would give the edge to Jonathan Taylor after the next two seasons. And again, Jonathan Taylor's only played two years in the NFL. Yeah. Um, both over a thousand yards rushing. I mean, there's, we, we've seen what he's capable of. Obviously you, you'd expect him to improve on that in the next couple of seasons. But I, I think Jonathan Taylor's really the only direct threat. I don't know that Chubb will ever be that guy, that Derrick Henry type of guy. He's going to be a top five running back for a handful of years, but to be the best in the NFL for, you know, a, a two, three, four year period. I don't know that Chubb's capable of that. Yeah, and Nick Chubb has had his struggles staying healthy throughout his career, right? He had the devastating knee injury uh, at Tennessee when he was at Georgia, 
And then he's had several games that he's missed in his NFL career with the Browns. So, you know, Jamal says five years, God willing for Derrick Henry uh, to be the best um, there. Christian McCaffrey brought up by Bobby. I mean, Christian McCaffrey has been irrelevant for basically the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll have to see what happens with Jonathan Taylor. Now I do want to bring up uh, Dom's uh, comment because Dom has been watching the show for a long time and deserves uh, to have his comment read. He says, kind of crazy how we just blew past the malarkey story. Everyone is so scared of these race conversations, but yeah, let's talk about what makes us uncomfortable. Woohoo, Derek and your workout videos. It's sad how we just turn a blind eye to that story. And Dom, I, we did not turn a blind eye to that story. And I don't know if maybe you must have missed it, but last Friday, we talked the entire show about that Mike Malarkey story with Ray Horton and the, uh, uh, the case, the the uh, the case against the NFL and several teams with Brian Flores, Ray Horton, and then Steve Wilkes as well. Class action lawsuit. So we spent an entire show on it, and I, I don't know what else you want us to say about it that we haven't already said. And so we didn't blow, we didn't have a blind eye past it whatsoever. When Brian Flores first came out with it, we did shows about it, we did topics about it, and we've never been scared or turned a blind eye. To anything like that. And I think our, uh, our our history with A to Z has shown that, that we have those conversations. If you missed the show, then I'm sorry, you missed the show. But we've already talked about it, and there's nothing that's happened since then. So there's nothing new for us to say. So I'm not going to be redundant and just say the same thing that I talked about for an hour last Friday. And so I, I don't, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that you missed it, Dom. You can go back and watch it because that's how A to Z has it. It's up there. But I, you know, I don't know what you want us to do uh, by having a, again. You know, we, we talked about Adam Schefter and how bad the Dwayne Haskins thing was on Monday. You talk about it, you put it to bed, and you move on. If something new happens with it, then we'll talk about it again. But that's you know that's all we can do, and we've never been scared about any of that stuff. Yeah. So Jack, you can respond to that if you want to, but you weren't on that show when we talked about it. So no, yeah. I wasn't. But you know, these shows typically we hit on whatever, whatever's fresh, whatever's new. Today happens to be the Derrick Henry workout video. We're going to talk a little bit about Baker, but you know, at, at the time, I feel like A to Z, our, our shows are very relevant. So um, I wasn't there Monday, so I can't speak on it or Friday, excuse me, but. Um, yeah, I, I don't think we shy away from any of those topics. And, and Jerome says, Austin, please don't entertain dumb people who don't actually follow the show. No, uh, Dom is not a dumb person. Dom, and, and as Ethan says, Dom must have been out sick Friday. I don't, I don't know what Dom's schedule might have been. He might have missed the show. I don't expect everybody to watch every minute of every show. That's unrealistic to expect of you guys. But we talked about that. And so, but Dom is not dumb. Dom is a very intelligent viewer, longtime viewer of the show. And so that's why I wanted to say that because I, I thought Dom deserved the the response to not think that we are uh, ignoring what he has to say. And Bobby brings it up. Dom's here for 95% of the shows. Um, so, I mean, yes. Uh, A to Z Sports here uh, live on this Thursday show. Uh, Derrick Henry is back, ready to roll. And that's a good thing for the Titans. And I, you know, I talked with Dr. Jeff Watson last week about uh, the injury to Derrick Henry on a dog talk segment. And, uh, and you know, that's, it was a good thing that we heard from Dr. Watson because he has zero concerns about Derrick Henry's foot injury moving forward that now with the full off season, that's plenty of time for that to heal and for him to jump back and to be the best football player the Titans have and the best running back in the NFL. So, 
overall very good thing moving forward. And it's good to see Derrick Henry uh, to come out of, you know, hiding uh, via cork bats. I, I hope this spurs, you know, many more videos. Austin mentioned, you know, last season, last offseason, it felt like there was one every week, sometimes more than that. Um, I love Derrick. I love all the Derrick Henry content I can take in. So, um, yeah, more of those, please, Derrick Henry. I, I watching him work out is it's it's. I I feel like a lot of us take it for granted. I mean, it may sound weird, but there's not really a football player like Derrick Henry. I mean, this guy is a, a literal. You know, he's the Terminator. But but he plays running. He can he can run. He, he can hit a top speed of like 23 miles an hour when he's in open field. I, he's as unique as it gets. The Titans have never had a player like him. I don't know if the NFL's ever seen a player like him. So I think people need to appreciate Derrick Henry um, while he's still here, while he's still at the top of his game. Yeah, absolutely. And so Buck, I know Buck had a comment uh, and a topic that he talked about uh, on the radio or on primetime about, you know, we might be witnessing the last year of the duo of Tannehill and Henry. And I'm sure several fans are fine with the Tannehill part of things mm -hmm. uh, in that conversation. But those two guys have been very successful and have won a lot of football games for the Titans together over the last three seasons. This is a dude that you're going to tell your kids and your grandkids about. I mean, this you have to appreciate every single second that you have him because there's no guarantee that another player like him comes through the NFL, much less Tennessee. So I, I do think the Titans fans, you know, we've got he's, he's 28 years old. Running backs lifespans are, are, are fairly short. And um, these last three, three and a half seasons Derrick Henry's had, I mean, he's had a big enough workload that's like an average running backs uh, five years uh, a five year span for an average running back in the NFL. So appreciate Derrick Henry while you have him. You never know when he'll when he'll be gone. And um, yeah, he, he's a generational talent that you're going to tell everyone about once you're older and you you look back on the good old days when yeah. the Titans had a great uh, ground game. Yeah, and uh, Paulie says the people who think he's done are not well educated on his injury. Uh, and then Ken says it'll be time to move on after this season from Derrick Henry. He's got two more years under his contract. It seems kind of like a knee-jerk prisoner of the moment. Reaction. Yeah, I, I no, but again, you know, teams do this though. Teams usually hang on too long instead of cutting ties at the right time and being ahead of things. The New England Patriots over the two decades of having Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, Belichick was always willing to move on from, Oh, Ken was talking about from Tannehill. Okay. My bad. So, okay. so Ken clears that up better. Yeah, I mean, better. <laughs> that, that makes yes, that, that makes a lot more sense. Ken. So, you know, my bad Ken, not stupid. Ken just was vague with his comments. So, you know, be more descriptive in your comments. If you want them to be read, because yeah. that's a very big difference. Uh, there, because you can absolutely say that Tannehill's playing for his Titans career this upcoming season. I, I do think Derrick Henry is likely to finish out this contract with the Titans. But again, even with Derrick Henry, you don't know that situation. The point I was making is Bill Belichick and the Patriots did a good thing a lot of times by trading or cutting big names right before the drop-off. Right, The Titans did that with Jarrell yep. Casey. And Jarrell Casey, as great as he was in Nashville, John Robinson saw a little bit of decline late in that last season in the playoffs and sent him to Denver to save a bunch of money on the cap for just a sixth or seventh round pick. I forget what it was at the time. 
but that's and Darrell Casey couldn't do anything in Denver. Right? It, that so it's recognizing when the player is about to hit that wall, and then trying to get what you can out of them. And what what is Derrick Henry's wall? I don't know. He's blown through every wall he's ever met before. So you know, it's that will be harder to judge and a lot more difficult emotionally for the Titans to let go of somebody who has carried their brand for so long. As great of a Titan as Jarrell Casey was and is, and I'm glad he retired a Titan, he is not what Derrick Henry is no. to the franchise and to the to the brand. No, Derrick Henry is as close to a surefire Hall of Famer as the Tennessee Titans have ever had play. I mean, he really is, and it, it would hurt. I, I, I don't want to go baseball on you, but I'm a Braves fan. You guys know that. I would liken it to the Braves parting ways with Freddie Freeman after winning a World Series. If the Titans go deep in the playoffs with Derrick Henry leading them once again, and they still don't have that right quarterback, I would struggle with the idea of letting Derrick Henry walk after the, you know after his contract expires. Now, I get it. Money's going to be totally different. We'll see where the cap is. We'll see how much he's asking for. But um, I feel like Derrick Henry would want to retire a Titan. I just feel that way. I don't want to. I don't want to romanticize this, but um, I, I, I just I can't see Derrick Henry wearing any other colors. Yeah, it would be very strange. A to Z Sports here live on this Thursday. Baker Mayfield went on a podcast and made a lot of interesting comments, including potentially booing you at your own cubicle. So we will play a Baker Mayfield video here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys all about Farm Bureau Health Plans. If you're looking to save money on your health coverage and get a better plan, go to fbhp.com slash ATOZ. What's on the screen is true. You get better coverage. Zach Bingham did this in January. He got better coverage, a lower deductible, and he actually has uh, uh, great uh, options for dentists and contacts. Uh, there, better rates. He's saving 20% per month on his rate and absolutely better service because he did all this in like a two-week span via Zoom and phone call. Jack walked in to one of the 200-plus locations across the state in Franklin, and Jack is also a member of the Farm Bureau Health Plan family. You can, too, get better health coverage for yourself, for your family, whatever your situation may be, at fbhp.com slash atoz. Guys, download the BetMGM Sportsbook. I say this multiple times a show because it is worth it. It's the best sportsbook, has the most variety. It's the easiest to bet and navigate. You have to download it. And when you do, make sure to use that promo code you see on your screen, A to Z Sports. Once you plug that in, you'll receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000 upon your first deposit. Uh, but remember, that's risk-free. You can lose it and still have exactly what you put in there. It's just a bonus to get you started off on the right foot and in the green. So download the BetMGM app to cash in on this risk-free bet up to $1,000 by using that promo code you see on your screen, A to Z Sports. Remember, a risk-free bet up to $1,000 on the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Yep, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 or only, twenty-one or older, Tennessee only. New customer offer, all promotions, subject to qualification, eligibility requirements. Rewards issue as knowledgeable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. And for problem game support, call Tennessee Redline at one 800 889 97 89 here live on this Thursday show, A to Z Sports. Baker Mayfield going on the uh, You Know What I Mean podcast. So the at YNK underscore podcast on uh, Twitter. 
and had a lot of comments about how the Browns have made him feel. And so really want, I want you guys to hear this and then we'll talk about how we feel about Baker overall. Right now is like, I really truly honestly have no regrets of my time in Cleveland of what I tried to give to that place. Right. And true Clevelanders and true Browns fans know, know that. And that's why I can walk away from the whole situation feeling like I, I did it. And now do you feel like, do you feel like the way the office has handled it has been disrespectful to you given what's given where you came in and where they are now and. Uh, I mean, yeah, the respect thing is like it, it's all it's all going to be like a personal opinion. Yeah, like, and I don't. Like, no, I no, I feel disrespected, hundred mm-hmm. percent, because I was told one thing and they completely did another. That's what I'm in the middle of right now. And you know what? Okay, I got I got my taste of it because I've had four different head coaches in four years, a bunch of different coordinators. I've had talk about the highs. They always come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they always come back. <laughs> always come yeah, back. but like. I mean, I had great times my rookie year. Like, I didn't, I didn't start in the beginning. I came in and got to have fun the back half of the year. 2019 sucked. 2020 was great. Made the playoffs. 2021 was miserable. It's like, yeah. I'm just looking for stabilization right now. And, like, I know what I need to do for me to be, to be the best version of me right. and to be able to lead an organization. And, like, I'm in a good place right now. Right. To where, like, I have no clue where I'm going. <laughs> I'm in a good place right now. I have no clue where I'm going. I saw, I think it was Ben MGM who made the joke. It's like every college graduate. I'm in a good place. I have no idea where I'm, what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> laughing to keep from crying, right? Yes. That's kind of where Baker Mayfield is right now. Uh, absolutely. And uh, Nate says his dog just chilling on the couch. That was my favorite part is just that Baker's dog is just, oh my just, gosh. just the entire video. How did I miss that? You missed that? That's all. <laughs> that's the first thing I noticed when I, the first time I saw the video was that Baker's dog's just chilling out having a time of his life. I mean, that couch looks super comfortable. Oh, right? Yeah. And, you know, so I, I will say uh, props to uh, Baker's dog there. It, it, that That's my favorite part of the entire thing. Yeah. So I guess you got to break this down a couple different ways, right? Should Baker is Baker Mayfield right to feel disrespected? I think the answer is absolutely unequivocally yes. The the Browns essentially married him, and you know he had all these promises to become the franchise quarterback. And I get it; it's the NFL. You're not really promised tomorrow. It's a strict business. It's it's a cutthroat business. And when you're in the business of winning a Super Bowl, anything can happen. Now, the guy they brought in, Deshaun Watson, that's about as sleazy as a move as you could probably make at this point in the NFL, especially not really knowing how these civil cases are going to play out. And even though he wasn't charged criminally, he's still uh, he's still vulnerable to a suspension from Roger Goodell. We look back on the Ben Roethlisberger suspension um, a handful of years back. Ended up, I, I believe it was six games, got reduced to four. So whether or not Deshaun Watson plays for the first month or two of the season – that remains to be seen. What the Browns are essentially doing is they're holding Baker Mayfield hostage because they know they, they know that Deshaun Watson is their guy, right? He's QB1 without a doubt whenever he's available. But Baker Mayfield's going to be the guy to bridge the gap, even though that's not what Baker Mayfield was drafted to be. It's they, They've done Baker Mayfield dirty, and everyone's going to say, it's a business. It's a business. Who cares? I mean, that's what you sign up for when you play in the NFL and make all these millions of dollars. Yes, you're right. But from those same people who say that, I don't want to hear a, a word out of your mouth when a player requests a trade because coaches get up and leave for a better job all the time. Offensive coordinators get promoted or maybe even they move laterally. Head coaches go from one team to the next. 
you know, and when a player requests a trade, all of a sudden he's this big bad guy. We see now why in this Baker Mayfield situation, why it's okay to request a trade because you can bring in a guy like Deshaun Watson who has all these different accusations. And, you know, I, I know that nothing's been proven so far in court, but when you have that amount of accusers, it's kind of shady. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to be that guy to go and accuse of him, uh, you know, of doing something that he hasn't been convicted of, but it's definitely a little shady. So Baker Mayfield was absolutely disrespected by the Browns. They're holding him hostage to start maybe four games next season, and then they're going to move completely on from him, well, not granting his trade request. I mean, they might by the deadline, but... The, the Browns have to trade him because, like, that's too much money allocated to the quarterback position. They just gave Deshaun Watson a boatload of money, and Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, sports rules, just or Spurs rules, excuse me, says dude is getting 18 million dollars tell him to shut up and sit his ass down not not that's not an educated response no i was i was focusing more on the 18 million dollars like okay. baker mayfield is under contract for a lot of money and the browns paid deshaun watson a lot of money they also brought in jacoby Brissett and josh dobbs i mean they've got too many quarterbacks they have to move on from baker mayfield to make the money work and so like, did the Browns disrespect Baker Mayfield with how they went about the Deshaun Watson acquisition? Yes. But, you know, you mentioned the marriage part of things, and I've heard other people mention the marriage of quarterback and franchise and how, you know, the Browns cheated on Baker Mayfield by, you know, bringing in the other girl and Deshaun Watson, right? Here's the thing. This is not a marriage. This is not, this is not uh, till death do you part. This is not for better or worse. This is not for all the cliche vows that are said at a wedding. This is a business decision. Now, players who are more emotional use the analogy of the marriage because players think that way more like more often than not. The Browns are viewing this as a business. This is a business move. Baker Mayfield is a roller coaster. Baker Mayfield is an emotional roller coaster. That's who he is. Well, then what is Deshaun Watson then? Deshaun I mean, Watson. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I am not pro Deshaun Watson in this. I, hold on. The Browns are making a massive, massive gamble in what they're doing with Deshaun Watson. And I'm not saying I side with Deshaun Watson. I'm just talking about the Baker Mayfield side of this thing. The Browns are seeing Baker Mayfield who is a roller coaster quarterback and says, we cannot handle this ride any longer. We don't want to feel sick to our stomach every third week. So they're moving on and they did. Are they holding Baker hostage a little bit, but it's all yes. it's kind of bad timing because you know, and all the other stuff has, has already happened, but play, uh, teams have their quarterbacks. Would yeah. Washington be better with Baker Mayfield than Carson Wentz? Probably. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not that much of a downgrade if it's a downgrade. Jesse Norwood makes a comment here. It's more of an open relationship, and I agree with that, right? Teams move it's on from quarterbacks all the time. It's, you know, you you find a guy who, who who's out there who's capable of winning a Super Bowl, you do whatever it takes to bring that guy in. Now, it's just the way that they handled this Baker situation, right? He requested a trade after Deshaun Watson was brought in. But the Browns aren't granting him that, that that request 
because they know that Deshaun Watson's not going to be eligible to play for the first month or two of the season. Well, they don't know that. They don't know that. They uh, they are trying to ha- have their cake and eat it too. That that the, that's what the Browns are doing. Are they're trying to? If you want to go with a marriage thing, they're trying to live with two families, right? Yeah, they're it, trying to go. Uh, what's his name? John Probst, who is the uh, uh, the two days coach who got caught with two families in in Georgia. <laughs> yeah, the but Browns. That, the Browns' marriage, if you want to call it a marriage, is more like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith's marriage, right? But it's, no, but it, but but the Browns are not viewing this as a marriage. They're viewing this as that's their what football. I'm, saying. I, I'm not saying it's a marriage. I'm saying it's right. more like the Jada and Will marriage. Where you know what you see somebody else out there, I'm going to go get an entanglement with Deshaun Watson. I'm going to bring Deshaun Watson in because you know what we'll have more fun winning with him. Although you know the baggage that's out there, you know the risks that you're taking by stepping outside of that box, especially when it's Deshaun Watson. Now, if this was any other quarterback besides Deshaun Watson, if the Browns had chose to bring in Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, any of these guys that were on the move this past offseason. I don't think this move would be as highly criticized as it is or even talked about as much as it is. Baker Mayfield's a polarizing player. Let's get that straight. And he's not, I mean, it's not like he's fallen out of the top 32 when it comes to, you know, ranking the quarterbacks in the NFL, the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Sure, he's probably 20 to 25-ish, but I mean, he's still worthy of a starting job. Now, it's not with the Browns. It's not with a team who can win a Super Bowl. And, you know, last year he had to deal with some injuries. He had a torn labrum and his non-throwing shoulder. Uh, combined with a handful of other you know, on, on the injury injuries, I, I do sympathize with Baker Mayfield in the fact that he felt pressure to play through the injury because in the NFL, if you don't play through the injury, you open up for somebody else to take your job. And but you know, if you play through the injury, there's the potential for you to play poorly and then have somebody else come take your job. So I, I do get that. I it's and not I'm not a Baker defender. Don't get me wrong. I I I have my own questions about Baker Mayfield, but the amount of head coaches he's had to go through, the amount of coordinators he had to go through, it hasn't really made it easy. And I know that Stefanski is probably the best one that's come through there um, since Mayfield's been there. Yeah. But um, Deshaun Watson, look, clearly head and shoulders a better player. How much can you get out of him in year one? I'm not sure. You've just brought in Amari Cooper. You have the weapons. There's no OBJ problem anymore. You've still got Jarvis Landry, hopefully, um, as long as he stays in Cleveland. But, um, you know, it is it is a business. And the quarterback's a tough position to be, especially when you're not playing at an elite level where your job's not secured, like Baker Mayfield's. So um, it's not that I, I blame the Browns from finding somebody better. It's I'm blaming the Browns for how they handled this situation and who they brought in that they decided was going to be better is going to be the guy to rely on for the next handful of years. Yeah, I don't it, anybody but Deshaun Watson. I pr- I'm probably anti Baker here. Yeah. Okay. So um, G Man says the owners can handle it any way they want to. They own the team. That yes, that is true. Yeah. But they also, because they own the team, they're also still responsible and should accept and understand that criticism can come their way for their decisions. Like just because you make a, a decision doesn't mean you're free from criticism. Uh, so uh, Dylan says four different head coaches and numerous coordinators. I don't think he's great, but it's not like they put him in, a, in an amazing situation. Absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, and then it, I did see some it's got shades of Marcus Mariota, yeah, doesn't it? And that's what I was. And Jonathan says, did we, did the Titans do Mariota dirty when they said it was his job and then benched him? No, of course not. He can blame himself for not being good enough. And Bobby says it's like Mariota all over again. Mariota and Baker are a little different though. It, it mean, is. 
Well, I mean, it is both of them had their fifth year option picked up. Baker would be going into it. Mariota was starting in his fifth year. Now the Titans traded a, a small compensation for a quarterback who was needing a second opportunity different than what Deshaun Watson currently mm -hmm. is. But the fact is Marcus Mariota got the opportunity to, it was his job throughout training camp and throughout the first month plus of the season until it was no longer his job. And then he could not perform as well. Tannehill stepped in. The rest is history. And now Mariota is on his third team, right? And, and you mentioned by, you know, not playing through injuries, your job is, is kind of up for grabs if you're not one of those elite guys. Uh, Darren makes a great point. Mariota didn't play in that last Sunday game, that win and you're in the playoffs game against the Colts. What did that do? That opened up room for the Titans to bring in a quarterback as competition. It was, it was, uh, it, it was competition. Tannehill was not brought in to be the starter. Mariota had lost all confidence, something that I don't think Baker Mayfield's ever had a problem with in confidence, but um, it, it, it's a little bit different as to where they are currently. Now I know that Baker went through some injuries, gone through a litany of head coaches and coordinators, but, but it's been stable the last two years. Yeah, and he made the playoffs in 2020. And I know Marcus Mariota made the playoffs and, and you know, threw a touchdown pass to himself and beat the Chiefs on the road. But it's, it is a cutthroat game. But I, the question was, do you feel like Baker Mayfield, the Browns disrespected Baker Mayfield? I think absolutely 100% they did. Yeah, they did. I mean, they, they definitely did. And they're not treating him great. But again, that's... It's the nature of the business. That's, that's business, right? And that's why... You know, players view or players tend to view these relationships as marriages, like fans and media members often say. It's not, it's a business. And mm -hmm. the owners and the team will always treat it like a business. Yeah. And a lot of people at home, they're not going to be feeling sorry for the guy who's making $18 million a year. It's just, that's just how football works. You know, uh, it's, it's a tough situation for Baker. Did he deserve better? Probably. Um, are people going to really care? Not really. I mean, at the end of the day, not really. The only thing that might make people care a little more, which makes me care a little more about this situation, is Deshaun Watson being brought in ahead of him. When you pretty much know, you can make an educated guess that Watson's not going to be playing for a little while in his first season with the Browns. But again, we can't, we don't know that. That's, like, a, we, that's I, just, if Ben Roethlisberger got that suspension, I'm expecting a similar suspension to Deshaun Watson. I'm, what, I, what What was the outcome of Ben Roethlisberger in uh, court, whether criminal or civil? I don't know. I don't want to make an. I don't want to make an. No, but again, like like the, like that means something. Like if, yeah. if if Roethlisberger gets suspended, well, we have to know what what happened for him to get suspended. We don't know how the NFL is going to handle this. The NFL has decided to punt on any decision with Deshaun Watson for now over a year, and so I, I don't know what the NFL is going to do. He could have played all last year if the Texans wanted him to or if he wanted it to, but he didn't. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe a better question would be, you know, do you think Deshaun Watson's going to get suspended? I would say 100% yes, he's going to get suspended. But again, I'm not Roger Goodell. I don't know the NFL league office. So we'll, we'll see how they handle it. They haven't exactly been tough on players in the past. Ray Rice only getting, what, three games? Um, so it's it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. But I do believe that the Browns, by not getting rid of Baker Mayfield, honoring his trade request, they're assuming that Deshaun Watson's probably going to miss some time. Yeah, and then uh, MB has a comment. It says, Austin, but teams view it as a family when they tap the player on the shoulder and ask him to restructure for the team's needs. Okay, uh, MB, do you understand 
restructuring contracts means the player gets extra money in their pocket right now. Like again, I, 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 we have to do this multiple times every off season. Kevin Byard restructured his contract. Zach Cunningham restructured his contract. That means Amy Adams Strunk reached into her bank account and said, here is, for example, $5 million extra signing bonus in your bank now so we can spread that $5 million out for the three years of your contract to save that money, right? That's what a restructure is. It's paying the player now, not a pay cut. Like, so your point is pointless. <laughs> they make the same amount of money. It's just when they make it is a little different. Right? I, I, my One of my goals is to educate the masses on what a restructure is. <laughs> and that is not a pay cut. What a happy and place the world would be. My, my guy, understood. Ronnie knows. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, when you talk about the quarterback position, everybody's going to get all, you know, all over the place, especially when it's, is it right to bring in this guy for this guy? That's what we're seeing with the Baker Mayfield deal. We'll see how it plays out. I'm really interested in to see, you know, what course, if any, the NFL front or the NFL office takes with this Deshaun Watson situation. But um, yeah, for Baker Mayfield, it's, it's probably going to be, it's going to be okay. Right. Whether he gets traded before the season or not, I do believe he'll get dealt. Now a team will probably, you know, a quarterback will probably go down at some point in the first half of the season in the NFL. Don't know where that'll be, but if they're a contender, they're going to be looking to bring in a quarterback who can who can take them to the playoffs, maybe win a few games in the playoffs. Baker Mayfield's capable of doing that with a great supporting cast. By himself, can he lead a team to, to you know, to multiple playoff wins? No, I don't believe so. But if he has the ultimate supporting cast, if say somebody, if Kyler Murray goes down, Baker Mayfield can come in and do a fine job in Arizona. I do. I think Baker will have another crack at it. Right now, it sucks for him, but there's going to be another opportunity. Uh, NB responds as I totally understand it, Austin. I'm an accountant. One, being an accountant doesn't mean you know how that works for the NFL books. But he says, My point is they're asking the player to do something for the team, regardless of how small it is. Well, that's also business, too. Like you do things for your coworkers. If a coworker is sick one day, then somebody else has to step up and help out. Like that's part of business too. Yeah, but it's not like teams honor that move in the next contract. They pay you for what you're worth, and that's it. They don't really factor in, you know, what you've done for your team. You know, financially. I mean, they, they, they a lot of times they do. Like, yeah, they, they respect what, like, if they work for something to be done. How many times uh, the Rams did it with Robert Woods? Look, the the Rams had to make a business decision to move on from a really, 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 really good player. And what they do, they ask Robert Woods, "Hey man, where do you want to go? We we've got to move you. We just that's that's our our situation. We got to move you. Where do you want to go?" And they moved him to where he wanted to go. So that's what that means. It's good business. Now, business doesn't mean good business. Business could also mean bad <laughs> good business. Point. Good point. And let's say this: the Browns and the Haslam family been doing a lot of bad business. Oh like yeah, not, not just with the Browns, but the Haslam. Not great business overall, Bob. Like, I mean, that's just that's just also the truth. <laughs> not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. Not in Cleveland. No, not no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. Dan Snyder's account was supposed to keep the books separate and botch that. Well, yeah, that yeah. was also <laughs> bad business. That's what happens when you run two different books, Orlando. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One book. God, one book. How does how does that guy still have a team? That's unbelievable. 
He's got he's got naked pictures of somebody on his. Well, uh, well, he has naked pictures. <laughs> yeah, that's that's also true. Probably. That's part of the problem. Of the cheerleaders. Um, <laughs> so again, here's the interesting thing with Dan Snyder, real quick, because for a long time, Dan <laughs> Snyder's issues have never negatively impacted the other 31 owners. Now they are. Mm-hmm. Now him having two books is costing the other 31 owners. Well, 30 plus Green Bay, Wisconsin, uh, as costing them money. And so now, how do those owners respond to Dan Snyder basically stealing money from them? Yeah, it's a great question. Bobby says, my theory is he's enough dirt on Goodell that Goodell won't act. Yeah, it's almost like they had one night out in Cabo that nobody ever speaks about again. And Dan Snyder was the only one there to witness something that Roger Goodell did. Uh, Maybe he helped him hide a body or something. I don't know. But that's the only explanation for why Dan Snyder is still the owner of the Reds or the the Commanders now. Yes. Um, so it'll be uh, interesting to see how it plays out. All right, Jack, you ready for the Magic Bucket? Let's do it. All right, the Magic Bucket coming up here in a second. Uh, but first, let me tell you guys about our friends at Wilson County Hyundai. Guys, if you need a new car, uh, it's tough out there to get a new car right now. There's not a lot of inventory on the lots. So you got to go somewhere where you know you can get the right deal for you and the right great vehicle. Wilson County Hyundai in Lebanon. Go see our guy Payne Bone and the rest of his team in Lebanon. Quick trip, I-40 East, exit 236. Beautiful drive out there to go see Wilson County Hyundai. Uh, The Hyundai brand has been putting out a lot of great models over the last uh, decade plus uh, with the Hyundai Sonata that Zach drives. Also, that Hyundai Palisade is really sweet. If you're talking about SUVs that look good, feel good, play good, Hyundai Palisade is where to go. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to see it. Sports betters, my last, my last speech to you, my last, my last session as a preacher to you guys, as a fellow sports better. Download the BetMGM app. I'm telling you guys, you will not regret it. It's the easiest app to navigate. Easy to bet. Whatever you want to find, whether it's a player prop, a same game parlay, an in-game bet. You can do it all on the BetMGM app. When you sign up, use our promo code A to Z Sports, and you'll receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. You lose that risk-free bet, don't worry about it. It's You're back to your initial deposit. If you win it, you've got extra money to play with. Your bankroll has already been built. Keep it rolling. Stay in the green, guys. When you download the BetMGM, BetMGM app, make sure to plug in that promo code A to Z Sports. You see it on your screen, A-T-O-Z Sports, for a risk-free bet up to $1,000. All right, it is time for the magic bucket. And uh, man, Rooney and Bobby uh, bring up did Austin get his gift yet? And that is I've got, I've got, I've, I actually have purchased um, your gift under $10. Remember, well, it's $20. So was you, it under $20? Yeah, well, what did you do? I mean, if $10 is under $20, so well, the, it came out with, with shipping and handling around $11. So, and it's good, it's going to go on the magic bucket, by the way. Okay, so it's on, How's is it on the way to you or me? It's on the way to me. Okay, so then you got to get it to me. I've got to, yeah, yeah, I'll get and it. And then make sure you send me an email so I can reimburse you for that eleven dollars. <laughs> okay, because I've I have not been able I've I've not given Jack the company credit card to do this, which is why I haven't got my gift yet. Probably a smart move to keep the company credit card out of my hands. 
I mean, now that you said that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, now, I, now it's definitely out of my hands. I have no problem. Like, I gave Luke the company credit card to go to damn Tampa for three days last summer. I felt good about that. But Jack, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Luke, Luke, though, Luke will probably, you know, stop in a, a local theater and see a play, maybe skip, swipe the credit card for a, a Diet Coke or something. You know, so he, he's a he's a trustworthy holder of the credit card. Yeah, all right. So, but yeah, Jack, hey, if I ever get it, Bryce. I'll let you guys know where I am. Don't okay, you worry. So, uh, <laughs> future note: never uh, give Jack the company credit card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, I'll use it to um, fund my BetMGM account. Right there, you go. There you go. So you, so you're giving me a something that goes on the bucket. Yeah, it'll be it'll be sticker related. I like that because that's good because that means I don't have to think of something for a sticker. I know. And with all these shows that I sit in for Zach on the Magic Bucket, I, I need to have my stamp on the bucket. There you go. Fair. Fair. Okay. All right. So who is this for? Me or you? Uh, You go first. You go first. All right. This is for me. Ooh. I actually grabbed two. So I've got yours right here. Oh. And then I knocked over the bucket. Don't read them both and pick the easiest one for yourself. Nope. Ah, damn it. <sighs> I have to take a shot of alcohol for tomorrow's show. Oh man! At least it's Friday. Yeah, I did that. I did that back in the fall. It wasn't bad, but you know, nobody wants to start their day off with a shot of alcohol. Maybe you know, like John. It's Daly. also, I will say this: it is Good Friday, and so um, I'm going to have a lighter week or a lighter day tomorrow because my wife's off work. So, yeah. hey, Bryce is right. As he said, drinks on Jack. <laughs> you got it, Bryce. You'll be the first one in line, man. That's right. So, All right, so a, a shot, shot of, of alcohol oh, to start tomorrow's show. And it can't be beer. You can't do a shot of beer. It's no. got to be the hard stuff. No, it's got to be liquor. Yeah. Okay. However, it does not specify. Zach did not specify when he typed this out. Well, so what are you leaning towards? I mean, you got to let us know. Last what, time I did, uh, last time it was like October, November. So it was kind of fall weather. So I did a shot of caramel vodka that I use to make yeah. uh, apple uh, caramel mules in the fall. Great seasonal drink, I might add. Um, so what do I currently have? I've got a lot of bourbon, but I don't want to take a shot of my nice bourbon. Um, uh, I I'll, do what? I'll tell you what's a good one. It's. It's screwball. It's like peanut butter whiskey. Affordable. Tastes it is, pretty good. That is Don't good drink stuff. too much of it. I'm not going to go buy new alcohol for this one <laughs> shot. Like I've got. I mean, you can use it for, you know, many different opportunities that come after the shop. Nah, I mean, because I, I don't drink that much at home. Like I like I'm not a home drinker. I don't know if you are. I don't know. I don't judge anybody if they are. Like I'll drink beer and watch a baseball game. But that's, see, that's I, I don't drink right. alcohol at home. Like I, we have wine to take places, but I, I don't drink much at home. All right, so Jack, you're not on tomorrow's show. No, I'm not. Had fun with you guys, though, this week. You'll be back on soon. Yeah. So when you do, you have to be wearing a toboggan. Perfect. I've got a great toboggan. Good. And it also fits with you uh, rocking hats because you wear hats on the shows. So because nobody makes the chat, fun of you. Uh, I used to not wear hats on the show, but the chat just gave me no days off. They kept coming at my hair, my hairline, which look, guys, I know it's not great. But every show, now I have to wear a hat every show. Now, I do I, I do want to think that the hat sales for A to Z have gone up since I did that. They have. Yes, they have. Okay, good. We'll say that. Good. So so I'm doing something right. Yeah, okay. no commission. Toboggan. So no a toboggan, commission. is that a beanie or is that, you know, the one with the strings that coming down? Whatever you think, man. Okay. I've got a yeah. ski mask. A a, a no, I would not. I would not do mask. that. I would not do ski mask. Uh, but you show. can just 
you know, toboggan, whatever you kind of feel. Okay. All right. Ooh. I'll find a toboggan. I'll rock one. So uh, AJ says the screwball peanut butter uh, whiskey oh and grape juice. Oh, my God. That sounds dangerous. It sounds so good. AJ. I, my man is a mixologist. I, I love peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I don't know. Do you like are you peanut oh, butter yeah, and jelly? Oh, yeah. Of course. I love it. I'm a, I'm a strawberry jelly, though. Yeah, I like grape too. But I man, like all jellies, really. I mean, that you can't go wrong. I kind of want some of that. I, I now I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which is a problem because <laughs> that sounds really good right now. Bryce says, "Ski mask Jack about to hit a lick." I'll be I'll be Kodak Jack for you guys that, that know who Kodak Black is. I'm I'm assuming that's probably like ten percent of our audience. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Uh, use grape Fanta instead of grape juice. Way better. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, get, get a little carbonation going. in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. Man, that sounds Bubbles really make good. it better. Uh, yeah, I agree. I'm with that on that. All right, guys. Great show on this Thursday. Appreciate everybody watching. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You know, I'm not even going to mention uh, that I'm going to take a shot to Zach. I'm just going to like mid-conversation just take it because he won't know what what i'm doing just, <laughs> it'll catch him so off guard yeah i'm just he was like whoa <laughs> i'm just gonna take a shot of something just to see what zach's reaction is so we'll see you guys uh later on thanks appreciate it have a good one